0: Is there a limit to intellect? And what does brain power mean? All that and more coming up on Just Conversation.
1: Warning: This program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised.
0: Going live in five, four.
1: What does live mean? Uh. Uh-huh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina.
0: And I'm Jack.
1: And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released.
0: Yes, and also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas we discuss with. Them. So uh, make sure to bring them in so that you can talk to. Them. Somebody you love about something that's gonna make you hate each other.
1: Yes, hold hands while you're arguing. Yes,
0: it's gonna be great.
1: Great.
0: Anyways, we recently went on these socials and we put out some questions for you to ask us about intellect. intellect. Yes. And uh, just any questions that you might have that we can use are totally non misinforming, 100 percent accurate, scientifically proven and woke expertise on mm-hmm. all related to knowledge and intellect and brain power and mind power.
1: We are the experts.
0: We are the experts. We don't bullshit
1: hmm.
0: So uh, we ask you to do that on the socials and uh, we get these and we answer them. We always ask you to give us a location and your name. And if you do not do that, we just use the name of the profile from which you sent them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so most of the time we get these from Instagram, which is where we get the majority of our input. So uh, if you guys want to participate, you go follow us on Instagram. And when we post these things up, be sure to send us a question. Yes. Yes. Anyways, so we're going to jump into these. These are all questions related to intellect.
1: And smarts and what were the other yeah, things? Yeah, intellect,
0: smarts, uh, just knowledge and stuff of that nature. Yeah. So brain power. Mm-hmm. Brain power. We're going to jump into these and answer some questions you guys had. The burning, pressing questions. So a couple of these come from elsewhere, but they mainly all come from Instagram. Let's go.
1: Okay. The first one comes from Jillian Mendes from Sugarland, Texas.
0: Sugarland, Texas. That's a place?
1: That sounds real.
0: You sure, sure they're not lying? Are you lying to us, Jillian Mendes?
1: I don't know. Sounds great. If everyone has mental... In- what? Oh, sorry. If everyone was mentally incapable of lying, how would that change the world?
0: If everybody was mentally inca- mentally incapable of lying? Yeah. Like, if lying was impossible. Yes. How if would that I... change life?
1: How would that change life? How would that change life?
0: Well, if you couldn't lie, politicians would not function.
1: Would we have politicians?
0: We'd have functional politicians.
1: Hmm. I wonder what would be different. We'd would we have... have crime? I mean, maybe we would. Wouldn't yeah, it's we would about just...
0: not getting caught.
1: But you'd be honest either way.
0: Who would ask? So you would just not lie Look, as long as the question... You got you to think about it. You are going to... Not lying does not equate to spurting random information about yourself that's honest. Those are not two things that go together. You committed a crime. That doesn't mean you're going to go out and nobody asks and be like, I committed a crime. Like, that's not the case here. It's no. like if somebody were to question you, did you commit the crime?
1: You'd have to say you I would did. be
0: like, I did, or say nothing.
1: Or say nothing.
0: You say nothing. You're not lying. Hmm. Lying is impossible.
1: Yes, but not saying. And you're
0: anything. not deceiving anybody either. You're just not responding.
1: But what do they do with that? I guess the I guess trials will still be the same, because that's just a person pleading the fifth.
0: There'd be no reason to plead the fifth other than guilt.
1: But there might be more to it. I I don't know. That's such a strange situation.
0: Does l- no lying equal no secrets?
1: Does no lying equal no secrets? Hmm.
0: Right? Like, they don't. There could be they things don't. you want to keep to yourself. That's yeah. the only time pleading the fifth would matter. But if somebody asks you a direct question, did you commit the crime? And no isn't a possible answer because I would be lying and that doesn't exist as a thought in your head.
1: Then they would know.
0: They would know. Yeah. yeah so there's no like there's no trial needed. It's just walk yeah. up to random people, did you commit it? Yeah. Eventually somebody's gonna be like, yeah. Or they Man. don't answer and then you know.
1: Yes. So whoever just ran away or something. Yeah. I mean that's the only way to do it, run away.
0: No, because you can commit a crime. And not get caught. That's why you'd still commit crime, because you're going to get away with it.
1: Unless someone asks you if you did the crime. (laughs) Exactly. So you wouldn't be doing crime in your area.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you'd go somewhere else and commit a crime. I mean,
1: I guess that's how it is right now, right? No one, like, robs their neighborhood,
0: do they? I mean, they probably do. It's less... Think about the, the angle you just came at it from. Nobody robs their own neighborhood. It wasn't somebody from here. That's exactly who would do it because they're anticipating you not thinking it's somebody from your neighborhood.
1: Ah, okay. But then once the cops start questioning everyone from the neighborhood, then it's... you're fucked. Yeah. Wait, what was the question though?
0: How would lying affect the world? The like world. if it didn't exist. For sure, politicians would either be doing what you ask them to, or we wouldn't have politicians. And the we end. would
1: never have had kings and queens though.
0: Why? They don't have to lie.
1: No, but those were chosen by God and people had to believe that.
0: They probably really believe they were chosen by God.
1: Okay, I guess. And then once people felt like, no, this isn't a real thing, it wouldn't be lying.
0: But my question Mm -hmm. is, okay, let's let's go think about this real quick. (laughs) How do they think? Like, yeah, chosen by God, whatever, you believe it. How do you think they were chosen by God? What told you? You know.
1: They told you, though. And then you're like, okay. That's what I'm assuming. Or the priest tells you and you trust the priest. Or someone important in the church has to say, this person.
0: Right. I get it. Not the people. The people who are telling the people. Yeah. How do they come across the information? So even if the priest believes it and you believe the priest, what told the priest that he believes? Like the Pope, right? Yeah. So the Pope was picked.
1: He's going to say... Did
0: people pick the Pope? They said God picked the Pope. Do they think God picked... So, is that a lie? Or do they believe they got information somehow from God that told them?
1: That, I think...
0: But then what... How did that manifest?
1: They would have to explain that.
0: Unless we're thinking of it too direct and they're like interpreting abstract signs. Yes. Because God works in mysterious ways and you know I was just walking through the park and I saw the picture of the Pope while I was just thinking about man who is going to be the next Pope and then I just happened to see a picture of this man that was already an option Hmm? and my question was answered for me. That was God telling me.
1: Okay so there can still be a God telling us what to do.
0: (laughs) Yeah so if you believe if you're looking for symbolism Symbolism, and you're convinced of it then it's true to you, which means you're not lying. Ah. Because not being able to lie doesn't mean all the things you talk about are true. Objectively. Okay. They're subjectively true. Hmm. You're not lying.
1: Yeah. What about writing a story, though?
0: That would be a completely honest story. You could only write nonfiction.
1: Only nonfiction? That is so boring. What happens to art, then? Does that affect it?
0: If you can only paint reality,
1: yeah. So strange.
0: Yeah, it would. It would definitely be different.
1: There would be no Star Trek.
0: There would be no Star Trek because that is. I fiction. mean
1: that, but that's not lying either. Because that's what you think will be the. You t- future.
0: could only show what is f- for a fact going to happen. Why? Because the rest of it would be made up. But that's not, not true.
1: You're saying this is what I believe will happen in a thousand, uh, five million, whatever, you know. Whatever. Interesting.
0: So, so I guess you're if not... you're coming at it from that point of view, yes. If you believe this is truly what's going to happen rather than I speculate and you're making up So
1: lies. fiction could happen because these are just, it if it's scenarios It can only be fiction believe, based
0: on, poss- it, it could only be science fiction.
1: Science fiction?
0: It has to be possible.
1: Hmm. You
0: can't do like alternate history. That's a lie. That's a lie. You can't do fantasy. That's impossible. Then again, it's not lying. It doesn't have to be lying. lying. So we got to think of art as not lying. It's just creativity independent of it. Yes. So you can still be creative.
1: Because if you're saying this is true, this what I'm making, that would be a lie. lie." But if you're saying this is what I'm feeling,
0: or this is not even what I'm feeling, this is just art
1: this is art, this is, yeah.
0: It's something the, I made up. Yeah. And it exists in a realm of fantasy or a... Uh, because
1: you can make things up not and real not being lying. doesn't
0: equate to true or false.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So, I guess it would be a little bit more normal than yeah. what we were thinking.
0: Art could still exist. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just this flat, super, hyper, real only.
1: Yeah. Was that how it was in that movie where that guy lived around people that didn't lie, and then he learned how to lie.
0: The Invention of, the of Lying? Yes,
1: that movie. Was there art? Oh, no, there wasn't. It was everything that was fiction. I mean, non-fiction.
0: Yeah, there were weird things as part of that, like people blurting out facts for no reason. People there were like, if you committed a crime, you're just gonna go tell somebody for no reason.
1: Yeah. You're just going to be honest. It had nothing... Honesty had to do with it for some reason.
0: Yes. Honesty and lying are two totally... I mean, they are different things. Because you could be honest and lie at the same time. How's That's that? That's a trick. Because honesty has nothing to do with true or false. That's why those two words exist, true and false. Mm-hmm. Honesty is being genuine. For example, a white lie usually comes from an honest person. Oh, okay. Um, Your wife asks why I look fat. You know she's sensitive about her weight. You tell her, no, you look beautiful. You're being genuine and honest. She does look fat, you lied. Yeah. But that didn't change the fact that you were being honest.
1: That you think she looks beautiful. That you think
0: she looks beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it wouldn't really work like that movie.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't really work like that movie. Honesty has nothing to do with true or false. Mm-hmm. Honesty is a state of approaching your truth. Of be, your being, because truth—bad word to use—you, you be you being truly, truly you, you without bad intention.
1: So you'd be able to be honest, though, in a world you can't—that you can't lie. Yeah, if you chose to be honest, yeah, you could
0: totally be honest, and, and you could be honest in a world where there is lie. In a world where exclusively lying happens, you could be honest.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the next question: Crystal Briggs from Manchester, UK. How much does language affect our thinking?
0: A hundred percent.
1: A million percent. A, no. Billion, no, a percent. billion
0: It totally affects our language. It affects everything about, like, our world. How we speak molds how we think of everything. I always love love to go back to that study about uh, our language around time and how it relates to money. I think I I, I heard about the report either on radio lab or on stuff to blow your mind or some one of those fucking shows and they were talking about how I, I don't know if it was chinese or japanese maybe both of them have the same feature in their language where they have very little use of future and past where everything is kind of in the present in the
1: present yeah
0: and and americans westerners have a lot of present past, future usage in language. It's consistently applied. You you always know when the person is talking about based on how the things they're saying are said. Mm-hmm. And that molds us to think of the past as one set of time, the present as a second set of time, and the future as a third set of time.
1: And that causes a problem, and that though. causes a
0: problem. Because in the... I believe it was Japanese, I'm not entirely sure... Where they I have? I think it
1: was Chinese. You think it's Chinese? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, the Chinese, let's say okay. Chinese. <laughs> Whatever this Oriental group is, yeah. the, the, them being so present with everything they say makes them associate money to the present. So they always save a huge, they have like a rule of save 20% of everything you ever make all the time, no matter what. Because we need the fallback money now always, just in case. We don't know what's going to happen now. Yes. And so, you always have money. You don't want to not have money. Mm -hmm. While Westerners tend to have the habit of, I always have the future to make it up. Yeah, The future's always coming. So, I don't have to worry. I could burn through all of it now. There's still more time. While this country that does this always thinks, like, it's now. I need it now. Always now. Now is the moment. And that little, just that thought of Future, past, present, or yes. only present means they have only present situations. And that also modes the belief we're going to have uh, uh, theologically. That same country believes in Buddhism primarily because Buddhism is a belief system that involves being present.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Dude, you're not thinking about what's going to happen after I die. Where was I before? What th- did I do that's going to lead me somewhere in the future? It's, it's just about all living present. the moment. Yes. While because of our language, Christianity is very dominant. Here's the history of how everything was made. This is where you are that's going to affect where you're going in the future.
1: Mm-hmm. And the goal is to behave until you get to that future. Yes.
0: Always <laughs> anticipating the future. You have to yes. behave always in anticipation.
1: And you got to assume your past Mm -hmm.
0: builds up and at some point somebody's going to read you your history. Mm -hmm. And that entirely based on our language that we even believe in these systems, the same way they affect our financial ways of approaching. Yeah. The way our language is also affects our relationships, how we communicate with one another. We more immediately try to stay close to people because now is the only moment. If they're not around me now, they're not around me.
1: Oh, you think that's how it works? Well, in
0: a Western culture, there's people in the past, but there's people in the present. There's always people coming in the future. Mm -hmm. People come and they go. You know, as they say, people come and they go. That's the whole mentality of past and future. So there's people we've abandoned. There's people who are coming in. But in countries that don't have that mentality... Because their language doesn't give a shit about time, mm-hmm. everything is in the present. So, if I have you, we exist together in this moment. But if I don't, then you're not part of my life. You don't matter anymore. That's why it's easier. how
1: different the relationship is then. Do they solve problems immediately when they hit a problem? Because you know how over here, it's, oh, we could... Fix it later. We're going to just stop arguing for now and then later we'll argue about it.
0: It depends because I don't think they would necessarily aim to solve the... Like that depends on the person whether or not they're going to solve it in the moment. But they're not thinking about we're going to solve it later if they're putting it off. Mm -hmm. They're not thinking about later. It's just like this isn't worth dealing with.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It's about the approach to time. Yes. The individual can still be like, I don't want to deal with this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or yeah, I got to deal with it. I got to solve this. I don't want to deal with it. Mm Mm-hmm. But it has nothing to do with future. Am I going to be here forever? You know, uh, they're not thinking about that. So it does, it does definitely affect us greatly, the way we think of language. Well, language affects how we think, if anything.
1: Yes, yeah, so it affects our thinking. Yes. Huh. Under what else it affects. Everything, it, everything. Just it's everything? Okay. Everything, everything. Yes. Everything. How much? A hundred percent. Blaine Moses from Hanslow, UK. What is the benefit of consciousness from an evolutionary standpoint?
0: This is probably one of the heaviest, most complicated questions in all of philosophy and science. It's one of the top, like, ten. Do you have the answer? Probably biology's most fucking complicated question ever. Right up there with how the fuck that we go from not alive to alive, mm-hmm. why is consciousness even a thing there? Because if we were automatons and just responded to stimuli impulsively without this perceptual subjectivity we have, would it make a fucking difference? We would just respond best to, to whatever is best for us and whatever brings us the most. Everything would be the same, except we wouldn't be witnessing it. So... Why are we witnessing it? What's the benefit of us perceiving anything if nothing objectively would change? Huh. We can't even tell other people are conscious. We assume they are because we're like, they behave the way I think they would based on what I've seen. But we don't even know if they are. That's how hard it is to even tell if consciousness expands beyond ourselves. So what would even be the benefit of consciousness if we couldn't prove it in anyone?
1: (sighs) That's just so complicated. I can see why no, they ha- There is no answer There's to this, is there? There's no answer. But there so must be theories, right? You don't know any of I them? don't know
0: any of the theories.
1: Oh, it is
0: very it's complicated.
1: Just thinking, of what could be the benefit? What? Why? There what, has like, to be it,
0: There has to be. What is the point of fucking consciousness? There's no point to it, as far as we can tell.
1: Yes, Hmm, a benefit? A benefit. A benefit. Hmm.
0: To the existence of consciousness.
1: That is hard. I don't know.
0: Particularly hard, nevertheless. the
1: Yes. I mean, if that's the secret of how dead things come alive, though, then wouldn't that be the benefit?
0: The secret of how dead things come alive?
1: Yeah, from non... You said non-living thing became a living thing, and that's the secret... A- thing that they're trying to figure out
0: well consciousness has nothing to do with that
1: you don't think those living things are conscious because if they are if it just because we can't tell they're conscious but what if they do have consciousness
0: like immediately as being alive yeah but then we don't even know what is alive
1: no Oh, so many questions. That's a problem because
0: we don't even... Our our rubric for what's alive and what's not is so simple. Yeah, Because we got nothing else to compare what alive would be to.
1: Hmm. Okay. Everything Uh. on
0: Earth could be traced to one origin. All of it. 100% of anything we call alive came from the same place ultimately. So then the question is, Uh to what are we comparing? What if something completely different showed up? Is it even conscious?
1: Like, how would we know? I don't how are know. we different I than something
0: like... we consider not alive if we don't know where life began?
1: Yeah. Ah. Uh, what? Like maybe the
0: rock is alive, but it's just some... Or maybe we are no different than the rock. It's just we're more complicated in some way.
1: Yeah. Because what if we found... We don't even know where consciousness is.
0: Nope. We're assuming it's a collection of things happening in the brain.
1: Yeah. But we couldn't pinpoint those things that make yeah. it
0: up. And there's also the argument that the brain is some sort of antenna for consciousness. Oh. So then is a consciousness independent?
1: Huh. What would that mean? Oh, my gosh. Because then that so would be many...
0: humans being on autopilot minus the consciousness, which yeah. means whatever the consciousness is doesn't depend on the brain because everything else in the brain functions as equally. It's just creating this automatic behavior. Mm-hmm. And then if consciousness is an antenna, we are perceiving what that automatic behavior It feels like us because we infinitely see from this perspective mm-hmm. but is it i don't know and how do we even know we we're not sharing the same consciousness
1: how do we know that's so strange what there's just one i mean isn't that someone's theory that there's yeah just that one it's all
0: the same and that and we're tuning up? all into the same conscious our brain antenna tunes into the same consciousness and it sees out of the different receivers yes and like the only reason you exist in my universe is because you literally are like part of it in the most because we integrated are form each possible. Other, we're all yeah.
1: tangled up in some weird conscious who knows antenna. Yes, way.
0: it's so complicated.
1: Yeah. Whoa. Shana Good from Southampton, UK. Can rational thought exist without language?
0: Whoa. Can rational thought exist without language?
1: Rational thought, yeah?
0: Yes, I think thought is a way of reasoning, but I don't think it's the only way of reasoning. I think, for example...
1: Animals? I don't know.
0: We'd have to argue that their sounds and things are language. Yeah. We have to assume that even sign language is language. Yes. And that's not vocal. We don't have to think verbal. Yeah. There's just physical ways of communicating. And then there are, like, I'm sure if we could be, if we were psychic and we could communicate the exact emotion and imagery, we would still have critical thought. I'm sure we could think pictures in our head without a single word happening. We label it, but if we didn't know language, but if we still knew how the world worked, we could reason without knowing how to speak. I
1: think so. If we had telepathy, I think we'd still be able to communicate, even without language.
0: Even without language. Yeah. We wouldn't need to convey messages in that form. Where we could really critically think. We still function within the world. We don't need to talk about it to think about it. Mm-hmm. So, I think, I think it's possible.
1: Yeah. I think it's possible, too. <laughs> Alexandra Baird from silklerville new jersey would it be more frightening to discover that humans are the most advanced species in the universe or that we are far from being the most advanced species in the universe
0: um in our personal case in my personal case i wouldn't give a shit because it's most likely that there's a lot above and a lot under yes It doesn't matter. The reason, collectively, as humans, we get scared is because we see how we treat things that are less intelligent. And it makes us horrified that there's something out there with the capacity to do the same thing to us. Yeah, We're basically the kid that likes to bully, but breaks and cries like a little bitch every time he gets bullied. Yeah. That's humans. We're like the top of the chain. We gotta be, you know, we're so special and whatever. But really, look at what we do to each other. Look at what we do to things that are lesser than us. Mm -hmm. What our fear really is, is if some shit came and did that that we did to everything else to us. We put animals in zoos and people pay to go just look at them.
1: We murder animals. We murder but animals, we, use them for clothes and shit. part of the animal kingdom,
0: though. Totally fine. I, we don't ca- animals don't cage each other. No, that part. Animals of don't imprison <laughs> each other. They don't torture each other for no reason. Everything is for survival. Yeah. But if something, like, we wouldn't have a problem with that. But if something showed up and didn't do it for survival, they just did it because they could, they showed up and they're like, I'm going to make a human coat. we're like oh fuck even
1: if they were here just to eat us though as a regular animal just an animal instinct we'd be horrified
0: we'd be horrified but it'd be nowhere worse if it was a sinister intentional plan beyond survival because there'd be no predicting it Mm.
2: that's the problem
0: we're unpredictable that's why animals can't keep up Yeah, because we could just do things because we want to not because we need to Hmm. while if a creature was more intelligent than us and it was, or not more. See, it wouldn't be more intelligent. It wouldn't be more intelligent than us if it was just doing it out of survival. Curiosity is a factor of intellect, and malice and deception are also. So, all those characteristics come. Now, you don't need to be bad to understand bad, but understanding bad means you have the capacity to be bad. So. Having understood malice, again, doesn't mean you're going to be malicious, but understanding maliciousness means you can be, and that's our fear. Mm. That what about
1: the aliens from those Aliens movies? <laughs> they're intelligent, right? Are they bad? Are they evil? Are they just doing what they need to do? <laughs>
0: Interesting, yes. They're just doing what they need to do to survive. Aren't I don't they think more they're...
1: like animals? Yeah. But just intelligent
0: hyper intelligent animals that's crazy i didn't think about that but is that realistic is the question Mm. because that's our interpretation of it but let's assume that that was real yeah that's a hyper intelligent creature it will outsmart us at every fucking turn and it's very animalistic yeah very 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 smart animal
1: but you think they'll be more like the predator that's He's the guy that comes here to hunt us down. Yeah. Because of... Sport. Sport. And that's what we're really worried about.
0: Yes. That's way more likely. And not even hunting us down for sport. Because that's like a possibility. Yeah. But more like, what if we're just an experiment? They come down, they're like, oh, let's see what we could do with these creatures. We're over here experimenting on rats all the time, aren't we? do weird shit to them just to see what we, we do could learn.
1: weird shit to humans.
0: Yeah. We do weird shit to everybody. We fucking... Yeah. Let's release fucking AIDS and see what happens. You know, that's some shit that took place on Earth. Just, just fuck it. Why not?
1: We're worried about humans. I mean, we're worried about aliens.
0: We're worried that aliens are going to do that shit to us. Because if aliens do it to us, they'll do it to the 1%. They don't care. There's Where's the barrier? Yeah. Sometimes we just capture a silverback gorilla. And we're just like... Let's see how the big bad honcho behaves when he's fucking caged up. Yeah. What happens if an alien shows up and does that to the president? There's no fucking limits. The queen just disappears and we're just finding out she got abducted and turned into a frog. Just because they could. They were just bored. They wanted, you know, science.
1: But should we, for any reason, be afraid if aliens weren't as advanced as us? If we were the most advanced, should that mean anything? It's
0: is also, it's problematic because that means that they are savages by comparison, which means they could be ruthless to sur- They could just be close to us in intellect, and that's problematic if they're violent. Oh. You see? Yeah. So there is problems attached to that. On the flip side, a civilization way more intelligent than us had to survive themselves for longer. So all those fears we have are entirely because we're projecting it. Yes. We're projecting what we would do. We or what no we currently idea. do, they're most likely not gonna do shit. Cause what would be the benefit? Yeah, they're just probably gonna watch us and be like, "Oh, interesting,"
1: and then go away.
0: Probably not go away. They'll probably set up outposts and just keep watching us. Cause like anything else, we 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 haven't stopped watching certain animals just because we fucking saw them and oh. they're oh they're simple. We're so over be it.
1: like in South Park. Don't the aliens watch Earth?
0: Yeah, something like that. It's just we it's we'll, just one observers. channel of the many. Yeah. Observers, just yes. observers. People mark animals and then they go watch them, or they don't even mark them. They go and they animal watch and learn and study just for knowledge. We have so knowledge. many
1: shows based on the random cameras we put everywhere.
0: Yeah, hundreds of them.
1: Yeah, there's so many.
0: They could do the same thing.
1: Yep. Whoa. They don't even
0: have to put them. They could just tune no. into our own already yeah. existing cameras and yeah. be watching us. They don't have to come down or anything. No.
1: What? Yeah. We're just another.
0: So, the answer is there is no, there's no reason to be scared, really, but we're all scared because we're monsters ourselves.
1: Yes. Rhett Mercer from Thomasville, Alabama. If every neuron in a human was accurately simulated in a computer, would it result in human consciousness?
0: Only if neurons project consciousness.
1: Only if neurons.
0: Hmm. If consciousness is a function of the brain, yes. Also, if the composition of the brain creates the antenna that tunes into not consciousness, then, yes, too. then also yes.
1: But if it's some other thing.
0: If consciousness is some whole other shit, then maybe not.
1: Then maybe not. But the only way to find out would be to test it on.
0: Uh, it's put to do this. How would we know consciousness is happening? Hmm. We didn't make a human body that could respond to anything. And we don't know if consciousness in a body allow- is what makes the body responsive. How do we know the body isn't just being automatic and doing what it should do? And if we have a conversation, it feels like somebody's talking, but there's no perceiver on the other end. It's just exactly what would happen. Huh. We don't know what consciousness is.
1: We still have to solve that problem. Okay.
0: Yeah. We don't know what consciousness is. There's... So, theoretically, maybe, but maybe. also, who the fuck knows?
1: Who knows? Yes. Okay. So, we just got to figure out what is it? Where yes. is it? All
0: those questions. Yes. How do... We have to distinguish how to tell somebody who has it from somebody who hasn't. Yeah. Who doesn't have it.
1: This is the true alien.
0: Yeah. How do we distinguish... What person has a consciousness? From what person does not have a consciousness? And when we know that difference, we have a starting point.
1: Yeah, but we assume that everything has one, or every human.
0: Yeah, and it's ridiculous that we would assume only humans have it.
1: Yes, but we got to figure that out. That's, yep,
0: yep, that's yep, a yep, yep, yep.
1: Really difficult because we don't one. know what the
0: fuck it is to have any assumption about it.
1: Yep, Raphael Short from Toronto, Canada. Why are humans so confident in beliefs that can't be proven?
0: We fear the unknown way too much, and we rather convince ourselves of something that can't be proven than to accept that there is nothing to know.
1: It's just too scary not to know.
0: The nothing is horrifying. The nothing is horrifying. Scared of the nothing. Yes. There's no greater nightmare for Mm -hmm. a human than the the nothing. It's so horrifying. Where do we go when we die? You cease. No, no, there's a place I go.
1: There has to be, because I believe it I believe it. Yeah. Therefore, it is.
0: Yeah, and it's that whole, if I tell myself I believe it long enough, I'll believe it.
1: Yeah. I can't help it. I love believing in things, though. Or not believing in things. I don't know. I like to flip-flop. So, I guess it doesn't matter for me.
0: None of it matters, it really.
1: Yeah. But why? Why even flip flop? Why even have any belief? I guess just for boredom. It's yeah, solves boredom. Like kind of. you
0: just—it's something to do. It's
1: something to do. Yeah, something it's to something play for with. Your, yes. Unless you're like sticking to one thing, I see that as a problem. But if you're going no,
0: because even if you're sticking to one thing, thinking about the thing you're sticking to is still thought.
1: I yes.
0: It's just so not there is some
1: benefits to having beliefs. Yeah. Or whatever. Everyone has them, so yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's just more thought. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's pretty much it. It's just you have to, to keep think. your brain going. It so. allows
0: you to process it all that a belief system is, is a way to process information, whether it be the end of your life or morality or whatever the fuck, all that that is is just another way to process information. Yes. That's it.
1: Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Okay. Ian Weeks from Grass Valley, California. If all your memories were erased, what kind of person would you be?
0: A vegetable?
1: You think it would be a vegetable?
0: What I don't could know. you function off of?
1: But there's people who get their memories erased or don't remember anything.
0: Not their total memory erased. They contain most of their memory. Hmm. They lose uh, personal identification memory. Yeah. They you they lose uh, relationship memories. Yes. But they still contain. I know how to walk. I know how to talk. But if you lost all your memories, you would be a newborn baby.
1: Yeah, but you would still be able to learn all that. Do you <laughs> think it would be quicker though?
0: Slower. Your Slower. brain uh, is grasping crap tons of information when you are young.
1: Oh, and all man. that information
0: is still in your brain. It didn't fall out. Yeah. It's just inaccessible. These people who have amnesia and crap, their memories are trapped somewhere. And you're just overriding them over time. So there's still that much room taken up in your brain. And you have to sort of start structuring over it.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, that's so... That's interesting. I didn't even think of that, but yeah, you would be kind of a veggie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you would be right back to square one.
1: Yeah, that sucks. That doesn't really happen, does it? Have you heard of anything like that? I Like complete memory loss? I
0: like... think that's just what a vegetable is. Not all of them. Like, I'm sure some of them are just people who, whose brain have lost the connection to their body. Mm-hmm. And they're fully conscious inside their brain, but they can't send a single message to their body. But I'm sure there's people who have lost all of everything. What? And they're it's just a, a new person. It's maybe not. not. It's nothing. No. You're just a new person. It's
1: just a nightmare to everyone around you. <laughs> oh. Fair enough. <laughs> maybe. Uh.
0: Anybody who's fully conscious in there and can't connect to their body, that's a nightmare.
1: That's a nightmare. But on
0: the flip side, while you're in there unable to access anything, chances are maybe you collapse into yourself and generate a new universe inside your mind. Mm. Like, right now, just this, us existing in any form, could just be somebody in a coma imagining this happen because there's nothing else.
1: Yes. That could be it. Oh. Yep. Howard Holden from Sydney, Australia. Is it possible that someone's genes may affect political
0: leanings? That someone's genes may affect political leanings. Yes. So, I mean, I guess... The genes. I guess. Feel like
1: the people you're around might affect it, but your actual genes.
0: Well, there have been people who have had parents they were never around and their parents behave in a certain way, and then that person turns out to have that behavior. Uh, Things could be programmed yeah. into genes. Mm-hmm. So
1: So just randomly it could yeah, be
0: there's a likelihood that genetically you're more likely to lean towards a type of idea. Mm. And ideas decide politics, because politics are nothing but ideas. Yeah. So, yeah. It's entirely possible that's, genetically you might lean in a certain direction.
1: That's interesting. Uh, that's, that genes are weird, yeah. Genes are the, weird with and complicated. The stuff that they can, you can end up doing just because... You're- yeah,
0: there's even studies trying to determine whether or not memories are stored in genes to begin with.
1: Like our parents' memories?
0: Yeah, like memories are encoded into genes. Not that, we, not that we could literally remember them the way our parents remember them as vivid moments, uh-huh. but like that the experiences do get encoded and do add to our choices in life, probably affecting evolution in general.
1: Interesting. Wow. What? Abby Pearson from Delray Beach, Florida, would selectively breeding an animal... Increase its intelligence over time.
0: I think so. I think selectively breeding anything for that thing will help. If you have higher intellect creatures, so you have, uh, uh, there's a whole range, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, and you choose an A and an A, and you put them together. And you choose another pair of A's, and you put them together. Then out of their offsprings, you rank them again. Whichever one has the highest intellect, you call that the next A. Yeah. And for the other, you do the same thing. You find the opposite gender that has the highest A. And then you put those two A's together, the third generation is way more intelligent than the first generation, because you just kept adding the genetic intellect.
1: Yeah, but you gotta pay attention to what everything else you're passing along because you might be passing along some negative
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, that's usually what happens when you're focusing on only a trait. You have to sort of accept the losses with it. Unless you want to take longer and filter out, you know, it has to be intelligent and meet all these other boxes.
1: Yeah. That's why there's so many different varieties of dogs. Some more successful than others, I would yes, say. Yes, there are
0: many dumb dogs out there.
1: Yeah. But they're made for a certain thing and then they lose
0: a bunch of a other bunch of... crap. Yeah. Some dogs are great athletes and have tiny lifespans.
1: Yes. That's the problem, though, I guess, from trying to pick the selected. Like, you think you know it, it needs, what needs needs to be passed on, but that's not enough.
0: Y- what?
1: That you think just picking, like, intelligence, picking one thing, or just picking a list of things isn't enough. Yeah. Because you don't know what you're losing or what the flaws are that are going to come with it. Yeah, yeah. It's sort They're, of almost it's random. Impossible. Yeah. yeah, it's You just really gotta focus random. on
0: what you're looking for and go with that.
1: Yeah. And then make a monster or something. I don't know. Because
0: you, uh, you could repeat the process a couple of times. You could think of, you grab intellect as a primary feature and you breed intellect over and over and over and over and, over, and then out of those hyper-intelligent breeds, you start breeding athleticism.
1: Hmm, change it up?
0: (laughs) Change it up, and now they're already hyper-intelligent, now you breed athleticism. Then you change it up and you breed life expectancy. And then you come back and breed more intellect, you just keep raising all the stats over and over and over and over and over, and eventually you end up with something fully rounded, but you can't do it all in one shot, either.
1: Mm -mm. Hmm, yeah, I think so. And you shouldn't pick animals that relate to each other, probably, too, I don't know. I mean, like, family...
0: Like the yeah, I'm sure they use different animals, different like family, different br- people who they aren't related. is that
1: how they end up losing important things or that has nothing to do with it?
0: No, I don't think they lose important things. There's a lot of more mutation like that because chromosomes repeat more often.
1: Yeah. Gene mm-hmm. McDaniel from Carlo, Ireland. Why do we resist doing things that we know are good for our well-being while craving things that are detrimental to our well-being?
0: That comes down to human stupidity for the most part. We chase pleasure and instant gratification.
1: Because of the stuff that happens in our brain, the chemicals. Yes, (laughs)
0: endorphins and stuff. But it's also part of design. We get taught... To chase these things versus like we get told chase happiness, you know, do whatever makes you happy, but it's like do whatever has purpose should make more sense. Yeah. Because then that's beneficial to you and happiness is fleeting, which is why we continue to chase it. We get it for a moment and we got to chase it again.
1: Mm. That's how a lot of addictions happen.
0: Yes, because it'll always go away. Yeah. Especially Mm -hmm. if you get it often, you normalize it and then it's harder to get Yes. But if you don't, if you uh, look for purpose, whatever fulfills you, that doesn't mean happiness. That means challenge is faced there. That means accomplishment is faced there. That means stress is faced there. That means happiness is faced there. And anger and frustration and joy, all those things happen with purpose. So if you have purpose, then you are productive and you have something that is beneficial to you. But happiness is only a small fraction of that. We've been programmed.
1: We're craving the wrong things. We're
0: craving the wrong things. And that makes us chase happiness. And that's why we chase happiness in the first place. To try to get that endorphin blast. But we have to keep it, keep at it more and more and harder and harder all the time. Because we keep normalizing it. Yeah. And we keep getting used to it and adjusting.
1: But how do we do that with things that we know are good for us? How do we convince ourselves to go for those things as well? Like eating veggies every day or whatever. Those simple things that are important, but no no, no. no one push.
0: Because the problem is you can't make it a goal. A goal is a box you're going to check off. There's no purpose. There's no fulfillment. You don't feel great when you do it. It's just like, oh, I got to do it. Or you try to numb yourself to, you try to make it routine enough that you don't have to think about it. You should incorporate it into whatever your bigger purpose is. Okay. So I want to be a healthy individual that can be athletic and that can be energetic and that can talk to people. And so your purpose includes healthy eating. It's yeah. a necessary obstacle,
1: and mm. then it is just
0: part of the thing. It's not the point.
1: Yeah. So, it's just the way you're looking at the situation?
0: Yes. If you make any one thing the goal, then what do you do when you get the goal? Okay, I guess it's the goal higher. That's how people spiral into, like, bodybuilding, right?
2: Uh-huh.
0: So, I want to get big. That's the goal? That's that's the whole point. Get big, right? Okay, so you got big. Well, I guess I gotta get bigger. That's and like... that thought just keeps yeah. fueling itself because you, you're trying to catch that. You're chasing the dragon.
1: Mm-hmm. What about people who eat unhealthy? I ate a veggie. I did the goal.
0: Yeah, you could accomplish the goal. I did it. I got my serving. You need to frame like I want to be fit. Mm -hmm. I actually heard something about this recently. It was the perspective shift. Don't say I want to lose weight because that is just a goal of losing weight. You lost it. Okay, now you can get fat again.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Yes,
0: you have to think in the opposite direction. What is the purpose of what you're doing? I want to be healthy. I want to be fit.
1: Yeah, it has to be something that doesn't... There is no end to it.
0: Yes, it has to be something continuous. Because once you lose the weight, then what? You can gain it again. You, you accomplish a goal.
1: Yeah. But if there is no
0: end point, then you can keep doing it.
1: Yep. Interesting. Yes. Tyler Singleton from Belfast, UK. Is it possible to create something completely original that never previously existed, or do all things exist in one form or another?
0: That is an incredibly complicated question often philosophized about and debated in the creative world. Can you create an idea that has never previously existed? Like, you have to think about this in such a complicated way because if a problem, right, a problem arises, you're going to gonna make an invention. So, mm-hmm. you find something people don't want to do, but that they want to get done. And you're going to fill that gap with something to make it easier for it to get done without them having to spend a lot of time doing it. Whatever the task they didn't want to do is already exists. Yeah. So you're building on top of something that already existed. Something that already existed. Even if this idea can stand on its own, it doesn't really have anything to do with the thing except it couldn't exist without it. Without the thing.
1: Huh, can you even make something that's not based on anything?
0: What? It would have to be something independent of a problem that somebody has. It has to be something that Almost serves no purpose other than inventing, because you got to invent the purpose it's for.
1: Yes. Along
0: with the problem that that purpose brought.
1: There's no way. There's no way.
0: So basically, you have to invent two things at once. A thing that didn't exist that is fixed by the thing that does exist. But the thing that doesn't exist can't be based on anything else. It has to be a new, genuine thing. No, everything's based on something. 100%. TV is based on radio. Hey, what if we can hear the things and see them? Radio is based on communication. What if we can talk? It's actually based on the phone. What if I can talk on the phone with somebody at a distance? Oh, what if we could do that, show mad people, even if they can't respond back, they can still hear what we're talking about? telephone is based on communication. Oh. So I can talk to you Mm -hmm. at a distance.
1: Huh. Then anything new that's been invented recently? That's... A camera. Camera?
0: Is a... A TV is a camera and a radio put together.
1: Ha ha ha. a cell phone is...
0: A camera I guess it's just and a, f- a TV and <laughs> a radio put together.
1: Yeah. Hmm. And a phone. And the phone.
0: So if we go back again, it's the TV came from the camera and the radio. The radio came from the telephone. The telephone came from conversation. The camera came from paintings. Paintings came from wall art. And wait, what came from
1: cameras? Oh, cameras, paintings.
0: Camera came from paintings, like a portrait of a person or something, sketching a real world or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then that came from like telling stories in in paintings on walls and stuff yeah and that's also part of communication that broke us so communication for paintings on walls telling a message when we couldn't convey it because our, our words were limited to complicated actual language or both different branches of the same thing yeah those are all about trying to convey so it all comes back to like it's all based on something how do you invent something that has no ties to current reality
1: it's impossible. If anyone can think of something like that. Tell us. Well, tell us. Fire. We'll try it. We'll connect it to something. Because
0: yeah. it's impossible. Yeah. We'll connect it to something. And no matter what you bring, it connects to something. It has to. Space travel is no more than just Earth travel in space.
1: Yeah, and we already have fictions about that, so when it it's, comes to reality, it's already it's, it's based, based on, on that. fiction
0: that was- And even if it wasn't, and we somehow get to space and travel without there being a single media about it, what's the difference between a spaceship and a plane?
1: Yeah, it's just the next step, I this guess. It's the
0: next step. Okay, mm-hmm. we got no planes. What's the difference between a spaceship and a boat then? Travel? Yeah. You're, you're all just- purpose? It's all to speed up travel.
1: To speed up travel, yes. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> what is a boat and a plane if not a fucking carriage? What is a carriage if not just a horse?
1: And a horse.
0: Just walk there. Yep. It's yeah, all it travel. Goes
1: somewhere. I'll go somewhere.
0: Yep. Complicated. It's oh, hard yeah. to make something up that doesn't exist. Mm mm.
1: What if there is something? There it can't be. I Even a
0: computer. Know. Oh my god, a computer is so complicated. Oh, a computer has a screen. Okay, what if you take about the okay. Then you just got a keyboard. That's a typewriter. A typewriter, that's just a book that you didn't write by hand.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Wrote by hand, you come back to language.
0: A lot of it comes back to language. It's weird.
1: That is weird. Well, the walking stuff didn't go back to language. Or can it go back to language?
0: Hmm. Well, you walk to get somewhere, usually to convey information or do a thing. Oh,
1: okay, And doing
0: the thing usually comes because you got information or you're going to produce something.
1: Yep. So, everything's about information, sharing information. Mm,
0: sharing information, yeah. It, sharing information or survival, that's it.
1: Yep.
0: Mm. So, you produce for the survival of the collective or you well, share sharing information?
1: Sharing information has to do with survival.
0: Yes. Oh, so it all comes back to survival. <gasps> yes. Survival is the one that information came from. Yeah. Because the paintings in the wall that led to language and art in the first place yep. was entirely about sharing information for the sake of survival. Paint mm. the tiger, paint the tiger eating somebody. Point outside. Tigers outside. Survival information.
1: That's where any invention,
0: any invention (laughs) that ever comes from anything, roots back to survival. Ultimately.
1: Yep, I'm so sure of it. Yep,
0: Yep. hundred percent.
1: Roberto Roth from Richmond, Virginia. If there exists the perfect clone of you, would it also be you?
0: No. Although all your same thoughts, memories, ideas, and everything are in there. It's not you, first of all. You two have two different perception points, and the second that that starts to happen, you're already two different people from that point forward.
1: Yeah. It was you for a second.
0: It wasn't you as long as you've existed, as two. Mm. It, there was no second that you were both the same. The second you both exist, you're different. Okay. There's no, yeah. not even a fraction of a second. They're already on that other bed. Yeah. Yeah. And they began from over there.
1: So they're already seeing the world differently?
0: Yep. Even if it's insignificantly different. Yeah. It's still different. Enough. Yes.
1: Which is the point, yeah. Yep, yep, so yep. that would not be you.
0: <laughs> that wouldn't that's not even a slightly like that's not even a slight possibility. There's nothing there.
1: Even if it thinks just like you and everything and it would make the same decisions as now. you and everything.
0: For For now, now. the small nuances are starting to build up already. The second it began on the other side of the room, the nuances are stacking up already.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: This brings up an interesting thought experiment. So, you, you you got two clones, right? Yes. But rather than having them on different beds, you somehow make both clones be, like, you could phase... The clones, so they're they're physically overlapping in space. But there's two things there, but nobody can see that there's two things there, right? Okay. And they don't know that there's a clone. They came into the room, you created a phased clone and overlap them. So you spawned on the other bed, but you go ahead and you put him on this bed. No perception, no nothing. When they open their eyes Both of them are at exactly the same position. They open their eyes at exactly the same time, but they're not exactly the same person, or they are. Now, from this moment, they begin on the same bed. Anyone they physically touch or anything they physically touch, if it's done at exactly the same time, that person will never be able to tell, and they will never see each other phase out. No. Will all their behavior stay in sync, and thus they are exactly the same person?
2: Wow. Because
0: then... We do remove consciousness from the problem.
2: Hmm. Because
0: there's two different perceivers, yeah. and that's not affecting the fact that they're moving on an autopilot that is identical, because if it is the consciousness that is shifting, then they would break off at some point, unquestionably, and they would no longer be overlapping. Yeah. But, but as long as they touch all the same things, what, what would break the sink?
1: I don't know. Unless they get the knowledge that there is a clone, I think that would be the only thing that breaks it.
0: Would it? Would it, though? If they're overlapped. Yeah. You know that there's a clone, but even you can't tell which one is a clone because you overlap them and they're phased into one another. Yeah. They're gonna move, and again, you can't unphase them, only they can if they behave differently. Yes. But when you tell them there's a clone, you could tell them, you know, move your hand in different directions. They're both going to move their hands in exactly the same direction, aren't they? Yes. Yes, they are. Because their behavior is going to be identical. Mm -hmm. Because there's nothing, unless there is, in which case consciousness is affecting them.
1: No, but they're the same person.
0: Consciousness would be affecting that. Huh. They're not sharing the same consciousness. No. But either they are sharing the same consciousness, and that's why they keep moving in perfect sync, or consciousness does not affect this experience by any means. That's how you tell. We have yes. to do some shit like that. Make two clones, overlap them, they wake up at exactly the same moment. See and how long they could live like that. Yeah. Maybe they never even know and there's yeah. two people overlapped for all of eternity.
1: Yep. What? Whoa, we got an experiment. I don't know how that's possible, but it's an idea that it's works.
0: complex by quite a measure. It's fascinating. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, because this person would just move forward forever. Like, what would break the sink? The only way it would break, and they would be two different people, is if experience is different. But they're both literally having exactly the same experiences in exactly the same way. The thoughts shouldn't vary in any way, because they're having exactly the same thoughts, and they're res- they witness these same yeah. responses in every possible way.
2: I don't know.
0: What would break the sink? If it broke, there must be a metaphysical... Aspect or something that's affecting them differently that isn't external. It has to be internal. And it can't even be their thoughts really because their thoughts are in perfect sync. Yeah. It would have to be that consciousness influences thought. That's the only fucking way. That would prove there is consciousness. But if they never break, we don't know if there's consciousness or not. We just know that if there is, it's not influencing experience and consciousness doesn't matter that could in theory say that there might be individuals out there without consciousness that we can't tell apart because what would be the difference Then
1: how long before we discover that no one has consciousness i don't know what if that's just an a belief belief though yeah
0: the the problem is i can perceive that i know i can't tell any of you can perceive Mm -hmm. but i can perceive Hmm. So I know at least my consciousness exists. Yeah. Even if I'm not actively influencing the world, I can see through my eyes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. consciousness does exist, at least for me it does. Yeah. And hmm. anybody with consciousness has that argument to make for themselves.
1: Yes. But what happens when that that experiment? I don't know. If it breaks then there's
0: outside influence. And if it doesn't though. Then it doesn't tell us that they're is or isn't consciousness, but it tells us that if there is consciousness, it does in no way affect our environment. It is just a perceiver, undoubtedly, unquestionably.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Because yes. that even brings the argument that does the fake person even does the second does the clone even have consciousness? No? Okay, then what is the difference between the person who has consciousness and, and the one who doesn't yeah. if they never fell out of sync. Yeah. What that means that, that they're mean? completely responding to sensory input, and because all sensory is identical, their input and output are identical. Fire experiment. That is,
1: that's a very, that's, that experiment is on fire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's yes. quick.
0: Whoa. Anyway, we do not have time to continue. There are quite a couple of these, so we're gonna have to do more in the future, I suppose.
2: Mm hmm.
0: But this was definitely fascinating. I guess we'll have to come back to these at some point and continue answering your questions. So you can
1: send us more like this.
0: Yeah, send us more. We'll, we'll toss them in here. Fuck it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fill out a whole other episode with these questions fascinating fascinating questions definitely i appreciate you guys very much for sending those in thank you so if you guys what there's many more as you guys know question episodes they show up regularly so go ahead look look in the past you'll find episodes on all sorts of manner of questions and junk you can find that stuff but you could also find us on our socials on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok at just convo pod
1: you could also find the podcast on the official website at info, and on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher.
0: Yes. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. And uh, you actually don't have to review. We would like a review, but you don't have to do that. Just remember to at least bare minimum rate. That way, people will find out about the show. Mm-hmm
1: yes let people let someone who might like the show know about
0: it yes talk to people about it share it tell them hey man listen to this show
1: share it everywhere
0: yeah share on your socials yeah tell people man word of mouth is the most powerful thing just tell people you think would like it about it
1: Mm -hmm. this has been the just conversation podcast take nothing personal and thanks for listening
0: Bye. bye What would be the value? Why is this experience necessary for us? Why is not knowing... Why is... Not knowing we lost... I don't even get it. Because how does this even relate to freaking out when you lose something? And why isn't it there?
1: how does that relate? It feels like the opposite
0: of that moment. It kind of does, right? Because that moment is completely removing something that's there. And then we have a moment that's completely fabricating something that's there. Yeah. Why wouldn't it just inherently tell you oh you're holding the phone or the keys are right there yes why doesn't your subconscious immediately go into the memory banks that it for a fact has Mm -hmm. and just pull that information out at that very moment that you needed the most
1: yeah why are those two different things happening it should be like one or the other
0: exactly why do we have this giant contrast of one thing or the other Hmm. that's weird
1: that is weird i don't know that is
0: Dub, dub, Good night. Dub,
2: dub. Good
1: morning. Good,
2: dub, 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 dup, 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 Good night. Dup, dup.
1: Good morning. Good
2: dup, 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 dup.
1: The Just Conversation Podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor, and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Nitrum, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.